my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research, and hope you are all having an absolutely blessed new year, growing into 2024, and yes, we are live today for January 1st, told you guys we'll always bring a show to start off the New Year's, hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. If you guys were safe, I always try to encourage people over the weekends, especially with New Year's and stuff, be very safe, especially with large fireworks and mortars. There was an article that got put up in Davenport, right down the road from us. I guess it was like 830, and somebody had already blown their hand off with a mortar yesterday. I'm like, well, you know, you got to be careful when you're using explosives like this because some of these fireworks are really dangerous. So hopefully everybody used wisdom and used them properly and safely throughout the New Year. Hope you guys had a fantastic time, and you guys are ready to start off again strong and healthy. I encourage you guys, if you need anything, you know where to get a hold of us, healthmasters.com. We are open most of the day today on the phones. If you need anything, want to get started, need any opinions or options or advice, whether it comes to health, nutrients, supplementation, we're here to help you out the best we possibly can at healthmasters.com. And also, too, be sure to check out the seven-day fasting protocol to kick in the new year, and a lot of people are going to be doing that this week. Incredibly good formula I've talked about for years, which really, really goes with the GHI fasting kit. The GHI cleanse is one of the most effective products we have. It really helps detoxify the body in great detail. There's so many nutrients in it. I've talked about it before as far as the watercress and the N-acetylcysteine and all the other host of other nutrients that really help detoxify the body, including ginger, watercress. Incredible product. Be sure to look it up. Check it out. Give it a try and really get your body on the right track this year because I know a lot of people are ready to really step it up and really start focusing because, of course, I think everybody's come to the realization 2024 is going to be a wild year. There's a lot of stuff that's been happening behind the scenes on the global setting. There's a lot of things that are happening in the banker sector, and there's a lot of things that are happening with patriots and Christians alike. They're all coming together, and a lot of people are coming to the same conclusion that we have some very strange things happening right now. And it doesn't mean to be scared or fearful. That means to stay prepared, strong, and healthy, and it should give you even more motivation to keep your body physically fit and your mind mentally strong for whatever may happen this year, including taking care of your family, protecting your friends, loved ones, and country. So I just want to encourage you guys on that this morning. And also, too, be sure to check out the product of the week, the vitamin C formula. Great product to stay stocked up on on a regular basis. Keep the immune system strong at healthmasters.com. On sale right now for over 13% off. And be sure to vote for what you want to see win later on this week on Wednesday. The eyesight and the magnesium are going head-to-head. So be sure to check that out. We also have a few other ones on there you can vote for, like the Tribulus Fuel, Sublingual B12. Great products. Be sure to check them out at healthmasters.com. And, of course, it's not surprising to me. I think everybody probably already saw the article now. L.A. County, which is no surprise. They have now reinstated a healthcare facility mask mandate now. Ironically enough, they're saying that anyone that works in hospitals or anyone that has to go to a hospital or any other medical facility whatsoever, it is mandatory you wear a mask at all times because of a uptick in COVID. It's ironic this just happened to roll into 2024. Now you guys know L.A. County was one of the strictest, most asinine counties in the entire country when it came to COVID mandates, all the way to the point that they were backfilling skate parks. With loads of fill dirt. Could you not? You guys saw the videos of it. Literally taking dirt and backfilling skate parks so kids could not use skateboards in the skate park because, well, again, it was science. You know, getting fresh air out by the beach and going on the skate park, you know, 12 in the afternoon was just too dangerous from a COVID standpoint. And you guys also remember when they went to the basketball coops 
and they basically took two by fours and sandwiched them together with big old lag bolts so nobody could throw a basketball in the hoop because it was officially closed down. Or don't forget LA County where the paddleboarder out in the ocean by himself minding his business, getting fresh air and sunshine, was arrested by the lifeguards and local law enforcement because he was violating the L.A. stay inside mandate for COVID. So you can't expect a whole lot out of that county as far as what they do. But one thing you can do is decide whether or not you're going to comply if that goes elsewhere. And that's the thing that I've continually told everybody this year is that there's going to be some strange things that start popping up. And one of those, very strangely, this article's on Zero Hedge and multiple other websites now. The new there's a new article that came out and it's allegedly a research study, and they're warning that the all new COVID variant that's coming out now is going to cause a global heart failure pandemic. Now, obviously, anybody that's awake and has seen what's been going on and seen the side effects and talked to people that have had these shots realize that myocarditis and cardiovascular problems is one of the lead causing health issues we've seen with this shot. And many are believing this entire research study is put together to cover up the COVID vaccine injuries. Japan's top exactly right. Riken, yeah, top, Japan's top research institute, Riken, has now issued a warning in a new report, which states that the ACE2 receptors, which the coronavirus clings to within human cells, are very common in the heart, and that there's enough conclusive evidence that persists that COVID infection with this new variant is going to be associated with declined cardiac function and the proof of concept study possibly of SARS-CoV-2 persistent infection of the heart and potential risk of progression of heart failure. Now, one thing about this article that they're probably actually being accurate about is yes, when your body continually stays infected with spike proteins because you've taken an RNA gene therapy shot, that causes your body to turn into a spike protein manufacturing facility, which they very clearly detailed in the research. Yeah, this stuff's going to be continually attacking the heart, and that's been one of the reasons why. But as far as coming out with any type of conclusive evidence saying that if you get COVID, you're suddenly going to have heart problems, guys, this is nothing more than another gigantic fear porn research tactic to try to confuse the population and cover up what we've been seeing now, but coming out now and essentially saying that we're going to be looking at a heart failure pandemic because of a new COVID variant, you can't come up with much more aggressive propaganda. I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, that is probably some of the most aggressive prop I've ever witnessed now during COVID that they're going this far now, this far in order to start putting together research studies and saying COVID variant that's coming out now is going to start causing massive heart problems in anybody that gets exposed to it. They're getting desperate. They know that people know what's going on. And the issue is the vast majority of the population probably is going to take this hook, line and sinker that's not awake. Now, the general population, like you guys and us and other listeners that are awake, they're not going to fall for this. And this is another issue why it's so important. you got to constantly keep the truth out there because you're going to start seeing anybody that rebuttals this, guarantee you, anybody that rebuttals this, they're going to start saying it's fake news or basically fact checkers have stated that this is not accurate, that this article is true, that anybody that rebuttals it is spreading fake news. So, again, this is why it's so important collectively as a patriot community, to continue to stand up for freedom and speak freely about what's happening because this is a problem with heart issues after the shot. That's a fact. But as far as a COVID variant causing a 
another global heart failure pandemic because of the infection. Uh, I'm not buying it one bit. Just want to put this article out here, though, to kind of tell you what the propaganda is getting like and why it's so important to stay very well educated on these topics. And that's what I want to start out with this morning and encourage everybody to stand up, be free, and live your life as you see fit, not to follow needless illegal mandates that have no teeth or basis. That's my stance on that. How are you doing today, Dad? And a happy new year to you as well. Welcome. To <laughs> happy New Year to you, Austin. <laughs> and happy new year to all of our brothers and sisters and family members who are listening to the show this morning. All you guys are family to me. I, I pray for you guys all the time, and I pray that you guys have a blessed new year. I went to church last night, and I actually had the best New Year's Eve service I've ever had. In fact, it was one of the best services I've ever had. Uh, Pastor Reich had actually written a whole protocol together for the service last night in which we would he'd, – he'd say something from the pulpit, and we would answer it with Scripture. And it was like a hundred of those, you know, confronting all the things that we were going through as far as the New Year and all the things we were doing with family lives. In fact, he said he had written it. And we were the only Lutheran church in the entire country that was doing that. That was a thing that he had put together, which the guy is absolutely brilliant, by the way. He said, I told you a few weeks ago, he did the best sermon I've ever heard on grace, the best. And if I can get a link to it, I'll send it and post it on the website. You guys can listen to it. But uh, he's an amazing speaker, brilliant, brilliant man. So, yes, Happy New Year to everybody. I'm just really excited about you know all the things that are going to happen in the new year for 2024. And, guys – you know, let's realize something. You know, this is the year the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and we will be glad in it every single day of our lives. And 2024 is going to be a lot better than 2023 because we're continuing to progress to stand against the globalists and all the onslaught that they're doing. And Austin's exactly right. That study that came out saying, oh, we're having a heart you know, disease pandemic. No, we're not. We're having a COVID vaccine disease pandemic. I spoke to a friend of mine last night that I've known for many decades. In fact, she was actually instrumental in getting me and Sharon together, you know, gosh, you know, decades ago about Tallahassee. And it was funny. She's had breast cancer. And this woman's really into health and fitness. And I couldn't understand how in the world she came down with breast cancer. Finally, I asked her the forbidding question, right? Here it comes. Did you take the COVID vaccine? And she goes, yes, I did. And I said, what in the world were you thinking? She goes, well, my mom's, you know, basically, you know, locked up in a nursing home and, and I had to do it to test it, to see her. They wouldn't let me in. And I said, now you've come down with breast cancer. I said, wow. She goes, well, I know I should have never done it. Nobody else in my family did it. And I did it. I thought to myself, wow, talk to your mom on the telephone, talk to your mom on video Skype. I know you can't go see her and touch her hand or whatever, or just go in and have some doctor give you a, how should I say, a... <laughs> A passport that basically uh, – <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. But, but the point is, it's just that you know, we need to realize that you know, this whole thing was subterfuged in order to get everybody to get vaccinated. This, this lady was in a health and fitness forever and took the vaccine and ended up with breast cancer. Now, she's treated the breast cancer naturally, and she's been able to get through it, she says. And she gets her blood tested every 90 days. But the sad part about it is how many other people, I mean, I, that's an, I, mean I, I, that, I know her now with cancer. I know another girl with cancer. I know another girl with cancer. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. And like I told you, my guy, my, my general manager from the Porsche dealership, he told me he had five friends that all developed turbo cancers. And then I have another friend of mine who I spoke to this weekend. She has another good friend of her who's a cardiologist, and he developed turbo colon cancer. And now he's dying. 
Uh, it's just unreal. And all these people got vaccinated. And so it's just going to be a massive bloodletting of the population. And again, the media is never going to report this with COVID. I told you guys that years ago. They're never going to report that. It's not, they're not going to report this COVID shots. They're not going to report anything. They're going to just say, basically, you know, we're having a pandemic or something else and get vaccinated. And, and they're not going to stop. They're going to keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Now they're saying that, that there's a placenta jab. Listen to this one. This is another vaccination that could offer hope to those suffering from chronic form of cystitis. An injection of the placenta tissue could offer hope for people with chronic form of cystitis. This trip, I'm not going to read it. It's just, it's just more, 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 more vaccines, more vaccines, more vaccines, more vaccines. Then finally, they say that this is a true statement. Women struggling to, to conceive are hit with a cruel age limit of 35 for IVF treatment in some parts of the UK. They're saying that it's a cruel, you know, limitation on their rights to have children at IVF. And, and then we realize that a lot of these women basically have put off having children simply because they didn't want to have children. They had a career they wanted to be in. And another article says millions of obese patients taking Ozempka are at the risk of gaining more weight because they didn't take the drug for long enough, experts warn. Well, the experts are those being basically paid by this company to manufacture this drug to push these products under their basically patients. And so they, they want them to take them indefinitely. But let me say something about the Ozemka. The benfotamine does about the same thing as far as Ozemka does. Just thought I'd mention that as far as with weight loss. It really helps to regulate insulin. It really does a good job with that. Secondly, if you eat a low glycemic diet, if you stay with chicken and vegetables, fish and vegetables, beef and vegetables, you stay away from bread, pasta, rice, potatoes, you know, sweets, you know, rice and all the things that are high in carbohydrates that are basically turned to sugar very quickly, you don't need Ozemka. Ozemka is treating what's called syndrome X. Syndrome X means that you're gaining weight and you have high blood sugar, but your insulin levels are high because your diet sucks. Excuse my language, but it does. It's awful. Or you're drinking alcohol all the time. It's just this, this, is, this, is a, this thing with this Ozemka is ridiculous. I'm not saying it doesn't work because it does. But the same thing happens and the same thing works when you eat chicken and vegetables or fish and vegetables or beef and vegetables and you stay away from high glycemic foods. You know, excuse me for using the word sucks. I shouldn't have said that. But the point is this. It's just but it does. Most people's diets are awful. And that's why they're on these drugs. And then, and then what happens is they say they're not on it long enough why they gain the weight back. No. As soon as they get off of it, they go back to their old diet again. Or it gets worse, and a lot of studies now have shown also that when they get on these drugs, they start cleaning up their diet, which makes them lose the weight even faster. They think, oh, my gosh, this drug works great. It's a drug. It causes all kinds of liver problems and pancreatic problems. It's not a healthy thing to take, but it does work. Or you can just change your diet. We've told you guys so many times you know, about the top 10 foods never to eat. We've gone into detail on how to lower blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, and blood sugar levels, and burn body fat, increase lean muscle mass. We've done all that in the show repeatedly. But, you know, taking drugs has never been one of our suggestions to do. It, it really doesn't. In fact, a new study now says it's just exercising for 10 minutes a day, which is not much anything. Just, you know, I'm sorry, just like 10 minutes a day. It's 10 minutes three times a week can make your brain bigger, according to a new study. Those who exercise two or three days a week had larger brain areas linked to memory. Even taking fewer than 4,000 steps daily has a positive step on brain health. You know, just all of this stuff is so important because it massively increases the oxygen flow to the brain. And now they're telling us they have a new vaccine. This is always nice. They have a new vaccine against the winter cough virus. It can slash hospitalizations in kids by more than 80%. They won't stop. A vaccine against a common childhood virus can slash hospitalizations. Trails of the antibody jab suggest thousands of babies could be spared trips to the A&E while breathing difficulties caused by respiratory or the RSV every year. More and more and more vaccines. It's never, ever 
going to end. They're not going to stop because the entities that run this planet realize that when you go directly into the bloodstream with the vaccine, you bypass God's, how should I say, ability as far as from a natural standpoint by going through the digestive tract to stop the implementation and the introduction of these types of chemicals into the bloodstream and into the brain. God made us so we eat things and we breathe things, and that's how things get into us, and our body filters out this stuff to either fight the kidneys or the colon, or we get sick and we vomit it out or whatever. But when you go directly into the bloodstream, the body's got to deal with it. And that's why these entities who run the planet know that. That's why they constantly come out with more and more and more vaccines. By the way, Bill Clinton now supposedly is going to be recognized as one of the uh, people on Jeffrey Epstein's jet. Now, we already know he's on a Jeffrey Epstein's jet, but it's just, it's just information they put out here because they're trying to make people think, oh, my gosh, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton was never the power beside, between, between him and Hillary. It was never Bill Clinton. It was, it was Hillary. That, that's who she is. You know, several people identify the documents have already had their associate with Epstein or his vile sex trafficking being exposed. Many accusers and alleged victims are expected to be named along with the people who worked for Epstein over the years or part of his inner circle. One such individual includes Prince Andrew and also, you know, Bill Clinton. There's a whole article that you guys can read on this. I'm going to go ahead and post on there. Some of the documents are expected to include testimony from a woman known as Jane Doe 162, who testified about being with Prince Andrew at a party at Epstein's New York townhouse. The British royal has denied allegations. He's lying, of course. Clinton, who was photographed with Epstein and flew in his private jet on numerous occasions, has denied having any nefarious connections with a sex offender. Unbelievable. You know, Bill Clinton, did, he, he's with, I've never had sex with that woman of Monica Lewinsky. We were all subjected to that nonsense. And then Maxwell insisted Clinton never visited the island, which I think is a lie. And the ex-president declined to testify, claiming he was never there. Of course he did. Flight records appear to support the former president's claims. Representative Clinton did not respond to requests for comment for the time of this publication. Unreal that this stuff is happening. And, and the thing about it is, is that there's, a, there's over a thousand guys that were basically blackmailed. And there's over a thousand women who basically were, you know, you know, subjected to all of this stuff. And, and it's sad. I mean, it really, really has. Now, let me stop for a second. Let me just talk about this. this is an interesting article from Zero Hedge. And it's talking about, it says, has feminism and hoflation destroyed the dating in the West? Now, I normally wouldn't cover this, but since it was on Zero Hedge this morning, I, I decided to go ahead and, and, and push and talk about it for a second because I'm in the middle of this dating cycle myself because, you know, my wife passed away. You guys know that. And it's weird. I'm going to read you part of this. It's a problem in the Western world that is rarely discussed in the media beyond puff piece articles and glancing polls that avoid connecting the dots. The precipitous decline of dating, committed relationships and marriage, along with a flat line of the population in the past couple of decades in the U.S., is treated as a novelty issue rather than the threat to the stability of civilization that it actually is. History shows that without the traditional family structure, numerous ugly societal consequences follow. One could argue, though, that the situation is far worse than that. We may be heading into a future where families become a novelty, and that many argue that the root cause is feminism and hyperinflated delusions of progressive women. Now, ladies, listen to me. Don't, don't get mad at me. Okay? Ladies, don't get mad. I'm reading what the article says. And we can have hyperinflated delusions of men, too. We can add that in here, too, because society has been corrupted via the Frankfurt School. More than 50% of American women are still childless by the age of 30. By 35, fertility goes into a steep decline. That's a fact. That's why this IVF article, that's why I read it earlier, says that after 35, they're being denied certain parts of you know, the UK for IVF. 
30 fertility goes to a steep decline with women having a 15% of chance of becoming pregnant. That's, that's it, 15%. And less than a 5% chance of motherhood by the age of 40, meaning the best window of opportunity for women to find a compatible partner and build a family is in their 20s. Feminists argue, listen to this, these are the hardcore butch dyke lesbians who never have kids anyhow. There's no guy that would ever, ever date these guys, these girls anyhow, because I'm going to stop there. Feminists argue though that this is the time in a woman's life that they should be building a career and having a family. Family life, they say, is an artificial prison created by the patriarchy in order to oppress the fairer sex. Corporate media and Hollywood entertainment often reinforce this narrative and encourage unrealistic life goals. I'm going I'm to reread that to you again. Feminists, though, that at this time of a woman's life is when they should be building a career and having families, just having fun. In other words, just going out and having sex with as many guys as you can. Don't be offended. Family life, they say, is an artificial prison created by men in order to oppress the fair sex. That's a complete lie out of hell. That's what that is. Family life was created by God Almighty to promote good values and promote a positive family and environment for children to be raised. This propaganda as general, many refer to as the female happiness paradox. I'm not happy. What do I do now? Okay. Happiness, remember, is based on happenings, which means if something's not happening to you right now that you're happy about, you're not happy, you're miserable. Surveys show that increased power, job access, and responsibility for women in society since the 1970s has also led to a diametrically opposed decline in overall happiness for the same women. The chloride correlation suggested the exact opposite of what feminism originally promised, and the ideology has been a negative. I read the article a couple of weeks ago of these women who said that we were lied to, we were lied to, we were lied to. Now they're in their late 30s, they haven't had children, they can't have children, and they're unbelievably upset because feminism lied to them. Though some will argue that general decline in economic conditions is the real cause, not true. Surveys show that people have still having babies in the Great Depression. Surveys show that women have suffered a far more pronounced drop in happiness compared to men, meaning men were already acclimated to the struggles of the workday world and their roles as providers and protectors. Women are happy until they join men in the trenches. Okay, stop this. Stop this with this happiness nonsense. Listen to me. Happiness is based on happenings. That means something has to happen to you or you're not happy. I have to buy you a new car or you're not happy. I have to take you on a trip or you're not happy. I have to buy you a new purse or you're not happy. I've got to buy you a new pair of shoes or you're not happy. Or throw the reverse into that. You have to buy yourself a new car. You have to buy yourself a pair of new shoes. And then you're going to go and you are going to go out and buy yourself a Chanel purse. You are going to make sure you're happy because you're going to buy Chanel. Or you're going to go get a Louis Vuitton purse because you want to be happy. I've seen this repeatedly. I dated a girl in Tallahassee who was like this. She's always about happiness, happiness, happiness. Happiness is fleeting. It's all based upon what you do at the current time. It only lasts for a little while, sometimes a few days, sometimes a few weeks, sometimes a few seconds. It's the righteousness, peace, and joy from the infilling of the Holy Spirit that brings true contentment to both men and women. I'm going to repeat that. Let's say it slower. It's the righteousness, peace, and joy through the infilling of the Holy Spirit that brings true contentment. I've met this girl here a while back, you know, a long time ago, you know, eight or nine months ago, and she had an entire room full of Chanel purses. I'm not making this up. Like 20 of them. They're like $5,000 each. She was deeply in debt on her credit cards. She actually set up an entire bedroom as a display room 
just for her Chanel purses and had custom cabinets put in to make sure she could show everybody how happy she was. The problem is she was in a horror, had been in a horror relationship, and there was no happiness from the relationship whatsoever. The Chanel purses provided a temporary you know, sense of well-being. They didn't do anything. Finally, I said to her, why don't you sell the Chanel purses and basically get yourself out of credit card debt that you're paying you know, 28% on every month? Oh, no, I could never do that. Oh, no, these are my rewards. I don't know how to say how ridiculous that is. But that's the dating pool that you run into now. You start finding people out there that are all based upon what they have as far as making them happy. And it doesn't make any difference. It really, really doesn't in the long run. This article goes on to say, for men, this reaction has been to back away from the dating scene and the double standards involved. Over 63% of the men under the age of 30 are now single. That's up from 51% just four years ago. The majority of single men say this is by choice and that they are seeking to avoid relationships altogether. Why? The consensus appears that the modern Western women cost too much money and cause too much trouble. I'm reading the article. Don't fuss. Fear of failed marriage is one aspect that has a younger generation of men on edge. With family courts still largely in favor of women in divorce settlements and child custody, this is one reason why marriage rates have declined by 60% since the 70s. However, the obstacle is well beyond the divorce and into a new culture of feminine female entitlement. The word on the street, that's what they're using, it's not me, is hoflation. The dramatic increase in cost of men today to maintain a relationship with a woman while the quality of women continues to go down. That is to say it is an, an increase in female expectations versus what they bring to the table in a relationship. Now, it gets real weird here, but listen to me. They're right, though. In other words, women of the past – used to have something to offer beyond sexual companionship from greater femininity, greater potential for motherhood, greater support, greater love, greater everything, better support for their husbands, less combativeness, and narcissism, as well as a superior ability to raise children and maintain a home. Such traits are highly attracted to men even after 60 years of widespread feminism but are not seen – are seen as non-existent among women under 30 in 2024. Wow. It should be noted that this term hoflation seems to be directly linked to progressive influences and that not all women fall into this category. Unfortunately, around 71% of young women identify with progressive beliefs as opposed to young men who are only 53% progressive. It should also be noted that progressive today means a lot different than what it meant in the 1990s. Progressive means now woke, or extreme leftist cultism, pro-gay, pro-homo, pro-trans, pro-all the weird stuff. A majority of American women have cast off their traditional roles in exchange for modern feministic ideals while still expecting traditional roles for men. See, they don't want men to have the ability to not do what they've done. They basically want to have the men do still what they were doing, but they don't want to do what they want to do, what they were supposed to do anymore. Dating younger men complain is now more like job interviews with the scrutiny of their finances a primary topic beyond that the online meat market isn't helping dating app research shows that 80 percent of western women are all chasing after the top 20 percent or less of men with earning potential being the biggest factor next to physical attractiveness in other words these girls are looking for a sugar daddy i might as well just call it out for what it is a recent viral trend on social media in which women made a list of restaurants that they would refuse to eat at on their first date 
exemplized the concept of hoflation. The Cheesecake Factory, in particular, was consistently mentioned as a red flag for cheap men. Spending up to $200 or more was presented as a bare minimum for a first date, with only 26% of the women indicated they were willing to split the tab. First date used to be an opportunity for men and women to decide if there's a chance for compatibility. Now progressive women expect grand gestures of wealth and ambition, like Valentine's Day, but every day. What feminism has done, essentially, is hyper-exaggerate women's natural inclination to seek out more productive men, while also hyper-exaggerating their sense of self-worth and making them insufferable. You know, women who have nothing to offer have been inculculated with delusions of grandeur, so much that the question, what do you bring to the table, is sneered at. I am the table is their response. I've heard that, by the way. There is no cure for this level of narcissism except hitting rock bottom, which is an outcome that Western women in society as a whole are swiftly approaching. The problem is not as historically entrenched as one might think, with Generation Z being the biggest deviation of the worst prospects of relationships among all other generations. Feminism has been ever present agenda but generation z has been hit with the brunt of the fallout of the span in a single decade we can hope however that as quickly as the cancer of feminism has spread it might recede the greatest damage was done within one to two generations maybe a cure applied to the next generation my daughter the other day my 21 year old daughter said to me dad i've had it with feminism I didn't want feminism. I don't like feminism. You and mom proved that feminism doesn't work. You and mom have the best marriage of anybody we've ever seen in our entire lives, including all my friends say that. You and mom showed us the ideal of what marriage should be. I don't want feminism. I don't want to have to work 50, 60 hours a week and fight and dig and claw and scratch. I don't want any of that. I want to be married to somebody who's going to provide for me. Let me me be a mother and a wife and take care of children. That's what I want. That's coming from my 21-year-old because she said she's had enough of it because they've watched these women realize that there are no men to date. Literally, there are no men to date for these women in the 20s and 30s and 40s, and they look back and they go, what the heck happened to all the men? Well, when you're a man and you open the door for a woman and you get cussed at, which happened to me back in the 70s, I can open my own blankety-blankety door. Who do you think you are? Okay. You start to realize very quickly that there are certain butch dyke lesbian nightmares from the pit of hell that no matter what you do, you're not going to be – they're not going to be nice to you. They're going to be unbelievably mean. And there are other women that have bought into the feminism to the point where no matter what you do, it won't be enough. Guys, this is what happens when we leave the teachings of Jesus Christ. This is what happens when we start telling women they can go into combat. And they can fight in trenches, and they can do all the things that men have done in the respective roles that men once had. And women can definitely do that. You put them on enough testosterone, they can get in a trench, and they can carry a backpack, and they can do what they want to do as far as that. This is the lie. This is the lie of transgenderism. This is a lie. You can be a boy. You can be a girl. We can cut your genitalia off. We can put a hole in you, and you'll have a gaping wound the rest of your life. But we'll call you a girl. We'll give you he and she pronouns because that's what you want. This is a lie straight from the Kabbalah. This is a lie straight from the pits of hell. That's all this is. This is to create an hermaphroditic society where there's no longer a role differentiation. You say, that'll never happen. <laughs> okay. All right. You got you. There, there will be some pockets of people who won't do that. There, there will be pockets of people that have been homeschooled and taught traditional values, and they'll stay right with God. There will be those people. The vast majority of the people out there are messed up. Over 20% of the people now under the age of like 25, 25% now are saying they're bisexual. 
uh, you can't make it up. And, and, and the sad part about the many of them engage in bisexual activities, primarily women. And the sad part about all of this stuff is where are the women then the, then the guys are supposed to date? If the women are attracted to women all the time, this goes right back to Romans, that they're burning with lust for their own sex. It's sickening. And the sad part about all of this stuff, again, it goes directly against biblical principles. And we've done this by putting all these hormones in the food supply, by teaching cultural Marxism. Now you guys know why I talk about the Frankfurt School all the time. I posted two more articles this weekend about that. It's so important that we understand what they did to us and how systemic it was and how the Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan, this always these guys, did it to us and destroyed the culture that we have in the United States. Men. My men, Austin, his men, if someone messed with our children, someone messed with our wife, we would defend them and we would be willing to die for them. Now, the only thing most of these guys are going to do if somebody messes with them or messes with their wife or their children, they're going to go on the back and hide on hide in the corner somewhere and urinate on themselves. That's what we've turned into. I, I mean, the women have taken the progressive lead now of defending the family and running their mouth and screaming and yelling and carrying on with the guy hides in the back. I'm sorry. This is January the first. I guess I'm going to start off the, the whole year defending a bunch of people. I don't, but this is not the way it's supposed to be, guys. There's a reason, you know. I'm five feet eleven. I weigh 190 pounds, and I still curl 100 pounds. You know, 10 reps. I was given the responsibility of being strong and being an alpha male and taking care of my family, taking care of my wife, taking care of my children. I was given that responsibility by God Almighty. I'm an alpha. That's the way it's supposed to work. You know, a five feet tall, a five foot tall woman who weighs 95 pounds isn't supposed to be sitting around running her mouth trying to defend her and the family against, against a bunch of bullies in a doggone alley somewhere. It's not supposed to work that way. But these progressive lesbian butch dyke women seem to think that it is. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen to have watched this degradation of our society in my lifetime. It really, really is. And so, guys, listen to me. We stand with Jesus Christ. I stand with the most high God. As for me and my family, we're going to serve God all the days of my life. And I'm going to continue to put Jesus Christ as the number one person, entity, God, man, whatever you want to call Jesus, Savior in my life. And one thing I was telling Austin the other day, people are always saying that Jesus was man. He was. He's 100% man. He's also God. Don't you remember when Peter was sitting there and they, they were in the Garden of Gethsemane and the soldiers came up and they looked at Jesus and they all fell down? Then Jesus, I could call 50,000 angels down anytime I want. I can stop all this, but I'm doing this willingly. Don't you remember when he stopped the, the seas that were rough and the huge waves? He said, stop, and it went to ice and went to glass instantly. Human beings don't do that. This is God incarnate in a body form. That's who he was. He could have stopped any of this anytime he wanted to. He could have, he could have destroyed Lucifer when he met him after he had fasted. He could have done anything. But that wasn't part of the rules of engagement that were put in place you know, after angel wars. Always remember who Jesus was and the power that he had, that he held with restraint. He could have come off that cross anytime he wanted to. He could have wiped out every one of the soldiers with a flick of a finger. He didn't do it. He had that kind of power. He didn't do it. And the same power that raised him from the dead dwells in you. Jesus raised people from the dead. He cured the lepers. He cured the sick. He cured the blind. He, cured, he had the power of God Almighty at his disposal. And yet he chose to be a man and to humbly die on the cross for us as a sacrifice for us. Always remember that as we go into the new year, what he did for you, that he did not have to do that. This is by grace that we're saved through faith. 
not by ourselves, not by works, but through what Jesus did on that cross, the spilling of his blood. That's why I do entire shows on what the blood of Christ does. Guys, listen to me. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus all the days of your life. Stay with what the Word of God says. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And I will fight this fight until my last breath on this planet, and I will go spend eternity with God and rejoice in heaven. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story? Um, you're spot on with that. It's interesting you brought that up. We were, we were talking about that. And I said it was interesting because, you know, he was in the form of a man, but he was not restricted by any any restrictions of mankind or by earth or anything. You know, I mean, he, he's walking on water, walks out of the boat, walking on water, wakes up in the boat when they're storm, a hurricane in the middle of it. And they think they're about not to drown. He wakes up and he goes, be still. Whole, whole water stops, whole lake stops, whole, you know, everything, everything stops. It just goes crystal clear glass again. That's that's intense, man. It's intense. And that's what people have to realize is that we have that same fulfillment, that same power when we accept Christ in us. And we have to learn and understand that we have to continually follow the guidelines and do the best we can to also maintain the aspect of convictions on certain items. There's certain things that you're going to screw up on. There's certain things you're going to get involved in that you may not need to be involved in. There's certain things you're going to fight and you're going to battle and you got to push through them. 100% that's going to happen. But the thing about it is at a certain point, there's going to be topics, especially big topics, huge topics that you're going to have to take a step back and say, am I going to continue to go on with this? And this has been one of the big topics, what we've seen now with the children. And dad just brought up with the whole transgender ideology. This is not just a simplistic perversion that they're trying to promote. This is way beyond that. This is a systemic effort to try to morally decay the younger generation to a point of no coming back. That's what they're doing with this younger generation, and that's why I said it is so important. I say it every single week to continue to maintain little Americans and keep raising them and keep them off the social media as long as possible. Please, I can't reiterate that anymore. That is one my opinion. I've talked to a lot of people that have been in psychology, even ones that I've graduated with, I went to school with, other people that are in, in, you know, in that industry, in that field. And they have said, almost everybody in unison always says, the later you can keep a kid off social media and all the tech platforms and all this stuff, the better off they are mentally, the more focused they are, the more resilient they are, the more essentially goal-driven they are, and they continually actually act like human beings. What's happening now is this younger generation is turning into essentially a bunch of little human cyborgs. There's no functioning from a human standpoint anymore. There's a lot of kids that don't even know how to talk and interact with children at their age. They, they do not know how to do it. Last night, I went over to a real good friend of mine's house, and uh, my buddy was a sheriff's deputy, and uh, they had their kids over there, and some of their friends brought some of their kids, and they were running around, and he's got a bunch of turkeys in the backyard and goats and it was quite funny it was comical kids run around and it was funny because not one time throughout the entire night not one time in the entire night was there a single child walking around looking playing or even engaging with any type of electronic device this is for I don't know, six hours wherever they're all evening not one single time they're not available if they're not available they don't play with them. If they don't play with them, they're forced by nature to start engaging. 
they're forced to actually have to come up with entertainment and do things on their own and build things and chase each other and play tag and wrestle and fight and throw dirt and jump on swings and chase goats and do it all the other silly stuff that children do. They're forced to interact like that. But when you take that away from them, you steal it from them. When you give them these electronic devices, you literally steal the very essence of being a child, of growing up, of learning, of developing properly. You steal that from them, and they never get it back because once they get involved in it, they start getting that enormous amount of dopamine triggers. They're never the same after a while. You continually give a child for years an iPad, an iPhone, all this stuff, and you keep giving it to them and giving it to them and giving it to them, and then suddenly you take it away. They're no longer interested in going outside and playing. They're not interested in building a tree fort or building a bicycle ramp or going out and playing with their friends. All they're searching for is how they can scheme and plot to get back to their iPad or get back to their iPhone because they're literally craving that dopamine that's completely unnatural. And so it really is important. You know, This year, I encourage you guys, if you've got kids, if you've got grandkids, if you've got friends got kids, really be awake on this and be aware of this because I've watched it escalate very rapidly. I have. I've even seen it in friends of mine. I've, I've asked them. I said, why, why is your three-year-old on the iPad? Why? Oh, well, it keeps them quiet when they're doing this. I said, no, why? Why does it have to be that pacifier? Why are you brain, brain and training them this early and this young? And the problem with it is 90% of the crap that they're looking at on there has no value to it. They're not actually looking at anything that's actually engaging them. Most of it's all just bubblegum for the brain. There's another point. You keep the generation subdued enough. You keep them entertained enough with cheap dopamine. You keep them distracted enough. You keep them confused enough with perversion. And you'll raise yourself a generation, a generation that has no redeeming value actually in society, that has no value in much of anything. I've watched now, especially this Generation Z. How a huge portion of them have zero interest in lifting weights, zero interest in combative sports like jiu-jitsu or karate, zero interest in powerlifting or anything, none, zero. You see these kids walk around, they're 22, 23 years old, they're like 120 pounds, look like their testosterone is probably you know, 150, 200. It's like, what is going on? You talk to them about stuff, they have no interest in it. Guys, when you start injecting these shots into these kids, when you start feeding them these toxic compounds, when you start showing them all this stuff online and all this internet and all this social media, it has a negative effect, everything from a physiological and a psychological aspect on their body. So continue to encourage kids to be Americans, to be alive, to be awake in order to enjoy and fulfill what the life is and let them let them be kids let them grow let them be strong that's my take on that sometimes I just want to throw out there speaking of that as well also to be very cautious on what pregnant women intake while they're pregnant as far as what they eat what they drink i was talking to a good friend of mine she's a realtor she's with her husband she stayed with us for a couple of days they're talking about having kids and she already eats really clean, trains really hard. And I asked her, I was talking to her about, you know, pregnancy and stuff if she was wanting to do it. And Lana was talking to her and she goes, Oh yeah. She goes, Well, pretty much, you know, I'm already eat really clean. She goes, But if I get pregnant, I'm like, everything is getting looked at, everything is getting monitored. And I said, Yeah, good. I said, You got nine months. Nine months, that's it. And I said, It's crazy to me now how the pharmaceutical industry and the medical community is so completely just just flip it 
about pregnancy now in women. I mean, telling, I mean, it was boggled my mind when I walked into a store. I still remember it to this day, and it was during COVID 2021. I walked into a store and they had CNN playing. I don't watch CNN. It's just so much, so much garbage. But I walked in and I stopped dead in my tracks because you had Wolzinski, the CDC director, that complete and total sicko that she was, talking to another news anchor on CNN saying that they have now determined that the COVID injection, the RNA gene therapy shot was safe and effective for pregnant women and that all pregnant women need to go and get the shot immediately in order to protect their children. And I just sat there and I looked and I just shook my head. I said, this isn't happening. This isn't real. This can't, this can't be real. This cannot be on national television right now. You're literally telling pregnant women that it's safe to take an RNA gene therapy shot. And I remember I looked at somebody. They were looking at it too. And I looked at it and I said, how in the world can you say something is safe and effective for pregnant women and their fetus when you tested it for three months? You've got nine months to birth the child, and then you have a whole other round of long-term testing to determine if the child has any type of ill effects from that shot. Yet, there were pregnant women that ran out and did it. Now they're showing another study that benzodiazepines during pregnancy increases the odds of miscarriages and birth defects by almost 70%. We talked about it for with Xanax and diazepam and all the other benzodiazepines to be very, very cautious. They're saying now a study over three million pregnancies linked benzodiazepines to a staggering 70% increase in miscarriage. These medications slow down brain activity in the nervous system. That's what they do. They're downers. They cause the whole nervous system to slow down. That's why they work as an anti-anxiety. This is why I've, I've pleaded with people, be so cautious if you had to go on benzos. They're not, they were never, never designed to be used long-term whatsoever. You can look at the research with those. They are to be used for panic attacks and severe anxiety for short periods, for times when somebody actually needed them. That's what they were used for. They were not supposed to be used on a daily basis. And I've talked to people before. Just still this day, whenever I've seen them, or I've talked to them, or emailed them, they, they can't get off of them. They've tried to taper them down with doctors, and they try to come off of them, and the withdrawal symptoms are so horrific, they start having their they start going to detox. They're unbelievably addictive products. So be cautious of those, please, especially if you're pregnant. Think about everything you're putting in your body. I can't reiterate that anymore at all. Also, to another news, this is interesting. They're now saying a research is coming out now showing from Norway that children who receive the COVID vaccine are facing an increased risk of severe adverse events, including swollen lip nodes. Surprise, surprise. This is according to a paper that came out that shows an increased risk of also epilepsy and convulsions. My gosh. I mean, imagine that. Researchers analyzed data from the Norwegian Emergency Preparedness Register for COVID-19, which includes vaccinations, to see whether any of the 18 outcomes were associated with vaccination. The main analysis involved applying a medical model and a poison regression to estimate whether or not there's an increased risk and outcomes such as heart inflammation among the vaccinated using unvaccinated children as reference. Researchers found that children who received the COVID-19 vaccine were five times more likely to suffer anaphylactic reaction, including shock after the first dose, and nearly 10 times more likely to suffer shock after the second dose. The increased risk came within two days. 
That was identified as a risk window or the most likely period in which vaccinated children faced the outcome. They also said vaccinated children were two and a half times more likely to suffer from lymphatic inflammation within 14 days of the second dose and seven times more likely to suffer from myocarditis or pericarditis within 28 days of the dose. And this is research, guys, done on children younger than 18. This whole thing has been a debacle. It's been a lie, literally straight out of hell. So again, my friends, keep getting the truth out there every single day. There is no exception to this. This is something that everybody needs to bring up on a regular basis because what we're seeing right now, and this earlier, like I told you, this article came out of Japan saying that we're going to see a heart failure pandemic from the new COVID variant. There's something big happening that they know is going to start occurring, especially these continual shots. And I think we've already pinpointed it very clearly on this show for the last three years now. And they're going after the children and they're going after them very aggressively. And I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and he was talking about how he got vaccinated when he was younger. He's like my age. He goes, but you don't remember. He goes, when I was a kid, he goes, I remember only going to the doctor a couple times to get some shots. He was like, it was a couple times. It's hit. He goes, it was kind of traumatic. So I remember it. And he's like, but it was like a couple times. He goes, I looked the other day. He, he was kind of doing some research. He goes, I looked the other day. And it says by the time they're 18, they're supposed to have like 78 shots now. And I said, yeah, that's accurate. I said, including now the RNA gene therapy shot under emergency use authorizations, that's zero testing on children. I said, this is a war on our kids. This is a war on humanity. And until people wake up and realize it, this is, all, this is a war right in front of us. It may not be with machine guns and mortars and tanks just yet, but this is a war on everybody's minds and on their bodies and on their health. And that's why it's so important to continue to keep your body and mind as strong as possible. It's one of the reasons why I always encourage people to continually maintain your overall health, even with just a basis, just even like the ultimate multiple and the omega-3s. I mean, those two right there, getting omega-3 fats and ultimate multiple, if you're on a budget, that right there significantly helps your mental acuity, your energy, your function, your cells, your immune system, everything. Because right now, there's some strange things happening. And the stronger that we are and the more awake that we are and the more advanced that we are, the better we can push back on a lot of this stuff and continue to keep speaking the truth and encourage others to do the same. What do you think, Deb? You know, Austin, you're absolutely right. We have to basically continue to stand firm in what we believe and what we're doing. And if we don't stand firm in what we believe and what we're doing, it's not going to help. And that means including not basically, uh, you know, you know, basically continuing to do – uh, <laughs> we continue to do what's right in God's eyes. If we, if we do that, that's very, 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 very important. And, uh, you know, and so it's, it's one of those things that we have to understand that life is going to continue and all, and everything has to continue you know, doing what we need to do as far as telling people the truth about what's happening with the, with the, with the, with the fighting in the world and all the rest of the stuff that's happening and that we talk about on the show all the time. But we need to understand too, that, you know, the corruption and the chaos is going to continue too, and it's not going to end. Uh, it's 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 kind of silly what you think about, but it's true. This, you know, this fourth turning is erupting in 2024, and this is an article from Strauss and Howe, and it says Americans today are increasingly polarized as they constitute two separate nations. These are the times that tribe men's souls, the summer soldier and the sunshine patriot, will in this crisis shrink from the service of their country. But he now stands deserves the love and the thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolidation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. This is Thomas Paine, the America crisis. Thomas Paine wrote these words 247 years ago in the most historic year in our country, 1776. That was during the first American turning. It is not coincidence that we are now in the midst of our fourth crisis period in the U.S. history as they arrive like clockwork every 80 years or so in the length of a long human life. 
Champagne's America crisis began in 1773, ignited by the Boston Tea Party and the British reaction to the Revolutionary Act of Defiance. Our current millennial crisis was triggered by the Federal Reserve Wall Street government-created financial disaster in 2008, and subsequently an outrageously desperate totalitarian, unconstitutional extreme acts are designed to keep the ruling class in power while impoverishing and enslaving the masses in a surveillance state techno-gulag. This is a good article, guys, and we need to understand that all of this is happening all of the time, all over the world, and that these people that are in power right now are desperate to hold on to their power. They're being run by the central bankers, and we have to stand with Jesus here. That's the key here because we expose them on shows like this. You know, Ben Shapiro now and Tucker Carlson are in a big fight because Tucker Carlson saying that, you know, that Ben Shapiro is not dealing with what needs to be done to the United States. He's more interested in what's going on in Gaza. And so these two are fighting each other, throwing anti-Semitism words around. The truth of the matter is that we have to stay tuned into what's happening in our country and realize that we live in the United States of America, the greatest country that's ever been in the history of this world, period. But they're taking it down systemically piece by piece by piece. And that's why I read the article earlier about the dating and what's happening. All of us have to understand that we have to stop and look at what's happening and realize that we've got to stand our grounds with Christ. And if we don't, it's going to come apart by the seams. Very important we understand that going into 2024. Don't allow the bad news to paralyze you and to polarize you with fear. Don't do that. You were bought at a price. When Jesus said it is finished on Calvary, he meant exactly that. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. You guys are absolutely amazing. Austin, finish it up, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely, my friends. And, yeah, I mean, Tucker Carlson puts out some good stuff sometimes. I mean, Ben, in my opinion, he's just a Mossad agent. He's just disinformation. I've told you guys that before. That's just to give my opinion, whatever. It's my opinion. Everybody can have their own opinion on it. But I've seen and heard too much stuff about situations. And the thing that I've always learned, this is something I always encourage people, especially with, with social media and with also alternative media primarily. If you have somebody – that's getting the truth out there allegedly, and they're putting out pretty good information. But then they come out with some really, really, really hardcore, like communist-style things, or just things that are just completely diametrically opposed to constitutional rights and freedom. But yet they say all this other stuff, but then they contradict themselves with a bunch of other things. You got to really question where they're at. Again, you're not going to you're not going to agree with everything everybody says. I get that, hundred percent, completely understand. You're not going to agree with everybody says. However, at the end of the day. When you have somebody that's talking out of both sides of their mouth and they're saying one thing and they're doing another and they're saying one thing and they're doing a saying and completely opposite thing, you gotta really question what their stance is on things and what they're really actually trying to push and who's bankrolling them. And I've talked about before, when you get some of these guys all of a sudden they are not really popular at all, and all of a sudden they start getting millions of views on YouTube, start getting all this sponsorship budget money, getting all these bankrolls behind them, they start blowing up and doing huge numbers. That doesn't just happen in the media world unless somebody wants to deem it so. The ones that run the media, the banker boys, they're very specific about what they let out on social media, especially alternative media and also mainstream media. Now, a lot of new platforms have been coming out now, which is good. But you see, you saw very quickly, people that got banned on YouTube were usually the ones that were speaking the truth. And that's why YouTube has gotten so compromised as far as with any reality when it comes to truth. It's great for car videos and stuff like that and all the, the YouTubers that are doing cool stuff for that. Totally got it. Great industry for that. Really cool. But as far as when it comes to actually news, be very cautious because if it's on YouTube – it's, they're allowing it to be up on YouTube, especially when it comes to alt media. Just thought I would throw that out there. Also, to in other news, this is interesting. There's a new article talking about the EV graveyard reckoning, talking about how the used EV market is plunging faster than any 
other vehicle market in the world. Essentially, it's dropping further than RVs, dropping faster than boats, dropping faster than regular cars, and the resale value is dropping significantly. And the reason why, one of the reasons why, as I said, A, people are realizing that this is not a sustainable vehicle. There's an article that came out of Zero Hedge, and it says consumers are rejecting the great reset. This is funny. I said the article in here that says, my friend got a rental of a Tesla over the holidays. He goes, it's undoubtedly the industry standard for EVs, essentially, is Tesla. He said, the problem is, it's not a practical car at all. He was driving in the cold, and the car was nearly drained after two hours. Searching for charging was no easy task. The first one didn't work. The second one stated it would charge in 10 hours, which we didn't have. The third one charged in one hour, which is a complete and total time. But we sat there for an hour and did absolutely nothing. He goes, this is indeed a glorified golf cart designed to keep you at home and under the thumb of the manufacturer. This is just a test. He goes, the repairs are worse, and the resale is even worse. Keep in mind that this is the best the industry has to offer in the model that he rented. Other manufacturers of these things make products not nearly as high and rated or actually reliable, which is why so many of them are sitting on lots unsold and why orders for the machines are plummeting. EV craze has peaked, and people are realizing why. It's just funny to me now because I've been saying this for the last two years as far as this industry is not what everybody thinks it's going to be, and now there's article after article after article now that are confirming exactly what I predicted two years ago. And that's why I said if you're getting in a vehicle, do your research before you buy it. I'm not giving you any financial advice, but my golly, when you see something that's dropping resale 10, 20, 30% every single year, probably a good idea. You don't want to jump into it, especially at full retail. <laughs> Just thought I would throw that out there. So again, my friends, thank you for getting the truth on a regular basis. This is another year, another day, another show, another time to get the truth out there and thank you for supporting health masters even if you're just getting your toothpaste or your ultimate multiple from us like we said before it keeps this show on the air and it keeps it running every single day so we can continue to get this out here and also to be sure to check out all the news articles we have on the front webpage, the daily news articles, healthmasters.com. We have those articles up there so you can go through them. You can search them. You can basically go in and forward them to anyone you want all over the world via email. And so you can follow up with a lot of articles we talk about on this show so you continue to get the truth out there, my friends. So be sure to check out any specials you want to look at on the website, including the seven-day fasting protocol, really popular kit, and also to the vitamin C formula, which is on sale right now. For product of the week, over 13% off at healthmasters.com. Be sure to check that out. If you guys need anything, give us a call. Thank you again for the support. Hope you guys have a fantastic new year. Stay strong. Stay healthy. If there's anything that you're going to do or you set forth as resolutions, stick with them. I encourage you to do so. If they were important to you a month ago or last year or last week, they should be important to you now, which means they continue to be important to you from a month now, two months now, three months now. Continue to stay focused on those goals, my friend. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always.
broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. 